0: You are listening to 105.9 FM, The Radiator, WOMMLP Burlington, and now begins Rocket Shop Radio Hour. I'm your host, Abby BK, filling in for Tom Proctor, and tonight on Rocket Shop, we have Coyote Reverie. How are you two doing tonight? I'm doing excellent.
1: So good. So good.
0: Well, welcome to Big Heavy World. It's great to have you. We usually like to kick it off with a song, so what have you got for us?
2: Uh, The first song is called Hereafter. Yeah, 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 yeah. La, 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 la 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 How to slow time, watch the sunrise Fill your day with many changes Stay aware when trouble comes face you gotta relax, but don't be complacent No government too can always replace him Back to us calling hereafter I come to sun to find me and you A mirror held outward, here we are in awe Come to sun to find me and you A mirror held outward here we are, anew, head down in grace and grain, peaceful post-beauty disdain. Make haste, no waste, what would do mind mad and unbelievable like it does? Angel confidence, limitless. Omnipotence found in benevolence. We beholden to the cosmic chance, and this moment no other will ever be. No other will ever be. How to stay true? Quiet the outside. Find your mind and let it bless you. Fill your heart, the only way through Live to enjoy, don't lose your love you be the light, it's all you can do Back to us calling hereafter Come to Santa And to find me and you I'm here held out Here we are, I know Head down in grace and grain Peaceful post-beauty disdain Make haste, no waste What would you mind mad and unbelieve like it does?
0: That was Hereafter by Coyote Reverie, a great way to kick off the start of the show. So tell us, how did Coyote Reverie come to be? How did you two meet and start collaborating with one another musically?
2: All right. So I was visiting Vermont. Uh, Some friends of mine, I really have affinity for Southern Vermont. So I was there visiting and my friend, uh, Jesse stopped by and my friend said, hey, that guy does music. And then he said to him, Meadow does music, you guys should do something together. So a few months went by, it was in the back of our minds, and then finally we uh, started sending music. We didn't. We only had seen each other, um, but we sent music to, to each other uh, on the internet, and then we kind of worked on our own parts of the songs at our own spaces, and then it, um, it kind of came together.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, we never actually even, like, Spent more than a few minutes talking to each other physically before we started sending things back and forth and made most of the album really without ever even being in the same room together and till the end of it when we did the final mixing and mastering and yeah, it was kind of a strange way to, I've never done anything quite like that, but um, it was really cool to kind of get to know someone mentally first and and just kind of see where it goes.
0: Yeah. So in terms of how you both contribute to creating music, does one person focus more? Obviously, you're a producer. You kind of introduce yourself as a singer-songwriter, at <laughs> least in your bio. Um, is there um, sort of like elements to the songs that one person contributes more than the other? Or do you both really collaborate on everything together?
2: Um, It, started, it starts out with like the beats, the the sort of bed of the song, which Jesse would send to me. Um, and then I would, and a lot of times it would have of maybe a verse of his on there, because he's also um, a writer and a word singer,
1: <laughs> word sayer.
2: <laughs> um, and then I would fill in sp- where there were kind of spaces, and then if there weren't any spaces, I was just doodling, doing whatever. Um, I kind of got it down to what I wanted, as far as the production of the vocals on my end, um, as far as layering uh, harmonies and and I would send those tracks to Jesse, and he would cut them up, move them around, keep them the same. Each song was different, um, so I would say that was my contribution. And then I would, he would send it back, and I would say, I don't like that there, or what about this? What's this sound? You know, kind of like combing through. So we were both kind of combing through listening.
0: Gotcha.
1: Yeah, I would just say... Um I don't really have much to add to that, but I just send her the foundations of, of, you know, tracks and, you know, whatever work did, and she would send back ideas, and it was really fun. I got to, you know, play with different placements and arrangements and be like, what do you think? And, I mean, she always sounds good, so it's hard to really mess up, but, um, yeah, it was just kind of a really, like, organic, natural, just back and forth of, you know, see what works and what doesn't, and, yeah, that's what we we got.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's very special that you can find that, because I feel like that is kind of rare, but it is something also that I feel like during COVID, some people have also had to uh, experience just because of, you know, certain spaces not being available to collaborate in person as well. So was that sort of part of the equation too? Anything to do with just the pandemic as well in terms of working just online sending stuff? Um,
2: In our case, I don't think it was necessarily the pandemic, just the distance because I was living a couple hours away. So we were working in that fashion, you know, and then we were just, I have my own little Kind of rudimentary setup, and he has more of a studio setup at his place. So, um, I think it was just that, and also not knowing each other, maybe, maybe feeling comfortable in our own space, being creative in our own kind of bubble, reacting to this external file or something coming our way. You know, so I think um, it wasn't necessarily because of the pandemic, but for me personally, it was a really um, important project to be working on because it felt like it took me away from that pandemic kind of mode and I was really inspired so I wasn't even thinking about that I didn't want to go anywhere I was like oh new track coming in you know <laughs> run upstairs with the headphones on see what's going on so um, for me it was kind of um, like a remedy but not necessarily a, because of the pandemic.
1: Gotcha. Yeah I would say like positive things it was something to pour energy in, into during that whole time and and it seemed like it gave me anyway a lot of time to work on it whereas opposed to it take me years to get an album done typically and this we started i think i sent you the first thing in november december. november Early december, december yeah. and it was done in january so or uh, july so for me that's really fast but it was just because i had so much time and space to work on it and that was one positive
0: yeah for sure, for sure. So, individually, what are both of your backgrounds with music? How long have you been writing or mixing as well? Um,
2: I've always been a singer. I have. I did a project about 10 years ago that was also like a duo project, so that was my introduction to um, recording and layering and things like that. Uh, and then I kind of sang with various bands along the way. I had a band that was more my own, where I was the main singer, and then there was other Sorts of sit-ins and things like that, so I'd say a good solid ten years of kind of just going with the flow. something comes my way, I add my voice to it, I jump up on stage, whatever's going on or having a group um, and writing I've always written since I was like fifteen. I remember writing by candlelight my <laughs> window because it was I lived out of town I couldn't really I didn't really go out, you know I just kind of hung out and did a lot of solo activities and so I've just always been into music in that way I listened to records and stuff a lot when I was a kid also and it's just a natural flow I feel like it's um I forgot what I was gonna say <laughs> you go. yeah I mean I've,
1: I've always just been into the kind of the hip-hop side of things and so I was young and it's kind of a I don't know, different thing to be into in rural Vermont, at least when I was growing up. So, but, um, yeah, I had a group epidemics, me and like one of my best friends for a long time who passed away last year. So there was kind of no more of that happening, but just different kind of just buddies and friends of mine that I know put out a bunch of different music, too many to li- list really. But, um, yeah, uh, put a solo record out last year and did a animated series of videos with it, with, a. Uh, pretty talented paper-cut animator from Austin, Eric Power. What's up, Eric? (laughs) I'll send you the link. But um, yeah, just, I don't know, just trying to, I love to write, I love to produce, and um, it's really cool working with something that's a bit outside of my typical, you know, comfort zone, and it's been a lot of fun, for sure.
2: Yeah, this is definitely a a different genre for myself as well. Mm. So it's fun kind of coming at it without having that background kind of like this is my reaction to these sounds that i haven't reacted to before so that was fun inspiring
0: yeah so i mean from your descriptions you kind of say like one of you's a singer songwriter one of you's the producer but it seems like you're both awesome like jack of all trades almost (laughs) with like your experience so that's awesome to hear um
1: yeah one thing i could say is like i've never worked with anyone that it was just like so easy and so natural like right out of the gates and like that was a big part of it it was like just how easy it was and how, I don't know, it was just like there was never any any like pushback or never any arguments or never any like, and it seems like that's always been my like experience with most of the people I've worked with. There's always like some kind of friction or some kind of thing, and this has just been definitely the easiest process I've ever been involved in. So definitely maybe I just want to keep going and going and going, and next thing you know there's an album worth of songs or more, and yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. I was going to ask, too, um, because obviously, like, the whole feel of being in a band is very different than what you're doing now in terms of collaborating and making music. So do you have anything more to say kind of just on in terms of, like, how that's different and maybe why you prefer this method more?
2: Um, well, I wouldn't say I prefer this method more. I think it's just different because I actually love being on stage with a band, a full band, and just kind of, like, it's improv. It's crazy. It's fun. Um, and I can sing I kind of have different voices, so with with the band it's like um, like a more of a belter kind of thing, and I like this is more of an introspective, like personal, and you can be n- more nuanced with your voice, and the voice is more of its own instrument um, highlighted as well. So I would say the process has been different, also in writing songs because it's less like how can I have a few words that sound awesome when I'm like belting to what is this intricate thing I can describe and move my voice around and add to the texture of that description. So,
0: Yeah, being able to do multiple genres. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So who would you say are some of your biggest inspirations, either vocally or performance-wise?
2: Um, okay, there's so many. Um, I can remember when I was younger, though, I first started listening to Joni Mitchell. My dad told me about her. He was like, do you want to hear the first original whiny girl music? Because it was like growing up in the 90s, you know? And uh, so he sh- played a Joni Mitchell album, and I definitely got really into her. And she has kind of like a higher voice. Um, and then I, I listened to Bjork and like Tori Amos and like that kind of era of female singers. And then more in the live side of things, I really like Susan Tedeschi. She's s- super awesome, and I, c- I like singing her songs. makes me feel strong, and
0: powerful, and uh, who else live? No, there's a lot of
2: women that I really admire in the current scene, too.
0: So Yeah, any particular inspirations for um, you?
1: I mean, I grew up, I really gravitated towards things like De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, like the conscious, more style of the hip-hop music. And, I mean, nowadays, I mean, I went from that to, like, the pretty underground stuff, and I'm into, I don't know, I really like listening to, like, Aesop Rock. Um, I really like Decca, an artist I found Ooh, that yeah. I found she liked, too. <laughs> And she doesn't seem to know or like a lot of hip hop music maybe but I just didn't
2: wasn't exposed to it yet. Yeah, it's like only don't like it. I
1: like it. One that we um definitely I don't know, found that we both liked. But um yeah, just more conscious, you know, more I really like to like the words, like the writing of it, so that's mm-hmm. what I tend to gravitate towards.
0: Amazing. Uh, well, how about you play your second
1: song for us? Cool. The next one is Piranagon and we'll just get ready. Yeah. It's the lion, the witch and the warship The penguin is mightier than the swordfish Each morning hits like a horse kick Coffee and cigarettes, cancer and hornets Doomsday delivered straight to your doorstep It's a dark forest, kid, keep your torch lit I'm all for it, you're all forfeit Four tongue, two horns on his forehead
2: Somewhere in the moment we see Far away the city looks serene But inside the walls the lives are slowly dying Veins to earth with it while ancestors sighing Destructed syncopated mind flashes A strobe of media streams in your ether Holes in your aura, you forget your power Purpose is feeding inside someone else's dream Born passive in a body that breathes Bound together pieces from reality What is your birthright? Of a machine. The sky is always falling. The future's always coming. Destiny's always calling. That's why I hit the ground running. The sky is always falling. The future's always coming. Destiny's always calling.
1: he navigates the labyrinth get the gold but don't agitate the dragon you want a life full of saturdays and satin keeping genies trapped in your magic lamps aladdin the bad men always kick you when you're down till the last dark day when they stick you in the ground when kingdom come, he gon' listen to the sound While the suicide sword cold glistens in his crown Look around, the world is a piranagon You gotta keep your armor on and your karma strong Don't plod along when you wander on the Autobahn Or you can join the long-forgotten gods in the Parthenon Thumbs up as they handed us the bandages Like, good luck, buddy manages the damages And learns to trust the advantages he brandishes To wake the world up before we vanished into Amethyst
2: Christening, delirium deceives, disbelief, thoughts whatever lead. But inside the cells of songs and sense of feeling, silence is written, a void worth revealing. What's hidden in the question whose answer is forever this, now and no other. Off to discover a surrogate mother. For the hope that we lost through a tenacious prophecy. Find a passion that fills you fully. what makes your reality you are the only one who can be the ruler of your mind body machine the sky is always falling the future's always coming destiny's always calling that's why i hit the ground the sky is always falling
1: The future is always coming Destiny's
2: always calling
0: That was Piranha Gone by Coyote Reverie. So one thing that I really want to ask about, which I found really intriguing reading about you both, was how this album has been, and you kind of said yourself, Meadow, kind of introspective and all about emotion. And also I believe you kind of worded it in in terms of your description as sort of like a journey, personal freedom. Do you kind of want to elaborate on what all of that has been like writing and why you decided to write on topics like that? Um
2: those are just things that come out. I think that for me personally, I have a variety of motifs that I write about and say I'm like okay, I want I'm feeling some energy coming through like I'm going to sit down and write. I don't necessarily have a topic. It's it's like being a conduit for an energy. And um so however it comes out, I kind of look after and I think oh, here's this message again or here's this topic that I touch upon a lot and I think that a lot of the it's funny because I was th- thinking oh I was kind of not really paying attention to COVID in this like doing while I was creating but there is sort of like an anxiety that is um a cultural anxiety I think that we all have that's like are we going in the right direction there's like look at all these things that are not working um you know all the topics you know climate education food system medical all the things and so there's a lot of sort of like weight on me sometimes thinking if I let my mind wander into everything that's going on in the world and the country how could it be better um that kind of comes out and then a lot of times it's rounded out in the end with what can I do because I can't really do anything necessarily about a lot of these things but I can be centered in myself and do the best I can and keep positive and like shine light for other people. And so I think a lot of the things that I write are almost like little messages of like, Hey, if you want to think, maybe try to think in this way and alleviate some of those anxieties that we have about the current human condition. Yeah. That's like one strain of things, but maybe you want to say something.
1: Um, No, I think you said it pretty good. Um, For me, this, this album was really like, Um, a step in a different direction and it gave me the chance to like on past things I've done it's kind of more like comedic party like trying to make you laugh style stuff whereas this one's quite the opposite and I really got a chance to like unpack some stuff and take a good deep dive inside my own brain and and kind of go go to places I've never really gone in in music so that was that was refreshing and interesting and yeah it was a good time Good, time. <laughs> Good dance. Yeah,
0: it almost sounds like yeah. a spiritual or maybe just meditative process for both of you. So yeah. how wonderful to have found that to also do together. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely something that just stuck out to me that I definitely wanted to mention. Um, so you just released this album. What are your plans now? Are you planning on performing some gigs around town? What is the future for this album? Um...
2: I'm not necessarily actively seeking gigs, but we've been sort of just going with the flow If someone asks, "Hey, you want to do this?" We're like, "Yeah, sure. um at this moment, to, again, because I haven't necessarily done this kind of thing where I'm singing and there's digital things going on, mm-hmm. you know? so it's more like for me, I thought of the album as an art piece which can be performed, but also is like for the personal listener like in their car. Or their house doing art projects whatever um, and going forward I want to create more albums and this album has a consistent feel but there are some songs that are maybe in this direction or more in that direction so I would like to branch off and say let's do like an album that has like this songs feel like explore that what's that and, and so that would take you know different directions and I, I think of it as creating art just for art's sake I'm not necessarily I just want to express and share and maybe again like I'm saying alleviate some of these feelings that we have and give people hope and strength for living in the future and all that so <laughs> I don't necessarily I'm I'm going with the flow really for, for me personally
1: yeah I mean we've, we've been working on some new stuff or kind of getting the building blocks together and everything and to me, this album was kind of like the like the handshake of the relationship, like where we got to know each other and hi, this is me, and this is you, and so like moving forward now we kind of have like a, a feel for each other and like I would like to incorporate some live instrumentation and make it something that you could you know do a a good live show with you know and like this album was kind of melancholy and dark and it'd be cool to you know try a different direction for something that you know the next the next step but, Yeah, I mean, we're just kind of figuring it all out, too, as we go.
0: Super awesome. So in terms of what you're working on now, are you thinking, too, of kind of keeping it as something that, because I love your philosophy on, you know, sharing just for art's sake, too. Are you thinking of keeping it kind of similar in nature in that respect? What do you mean? Well, I guess, yeah, that was kind of phrased a little, (laughs) like, um, I mean, you had said, like, you were thinking about Putting um, some like live instrumentation into it, I guess my question would just be: um, Would it be another album that is just kind of for the sake of creating and not necessarily performing it live, or potentially?
1: That's a very good question. <laughs> I think we're asking ourselves the same thing. Like yeah. it, we're in that in that phase, but um, but yeah, for me, I mean, I would I would love to to move forward and move in a direction of. You know, um, I've actually been talking to some of my friends, bass player and um, horn player, and just trying to get them in the studio and see what kind of magic happens, you know?
2: Um, again, I'm just kind of going with the the flow of it. And I it's the next album could be, it's kind of like whatever we feel created to do at the time. So say we're going off into direction A, and then there's like direction B, If we get direction B done first, that will be the next album. If we get direction A done first, that's the next album. So um, I think just whatever feels inspiring, because really like inspiration is that essence of life that I think we could strive to feel and then in turn feel happy about our existence.
0: Right. Well, it sounds great live here, so that's (laughs) why I inquired. And with that being said, how about you play your third song for us?
1: All right. Um, This one is Cora Borealis. Um, And, yeah, we'll just get right into it. It's the year of the virus, the age of the thief. Still, the only time he gazed at defeat, he was shaking his head as it laid at his feet. His heartbeat plays on repeat as his thoughts tick-tock off the days into weeks. His thoughts stay vague and discreet, but the years on his face he displays to the streets. All the dandelions raised from their seats when he speaks, even ghosts start to hang up their sheets. He practiced what he patiently preached As the decades pervade, he's a vain to a leech Every moment just food for the feast Every molecule moves to the beat He only ever keeps the truth in his teeth Cause the wisdom is worth all the youth it depletes
2: If we are all magic Then what has become of love lost, it's tragic and fate come undone, isn't but one An all-knowing sun, unending passion in every photon No one will wait for you, no promise in time Indiscriminate thief, no sign to achieve Thoughts fly away, it's the year of forgetting, the age of dismay. Still, the only time she feigned a retreat, she was making amends in the abyss on repeat. Her heartbeat sings bittersweet, it's relentless devotion to that which it keeps. The waves say the clock of the sea, the years disappear effortlessly All the aspirations fade to the void But the proof of the moment is never destroyed She holds faith both forever to end When the sun like black cloud we implode and transcend Every star seed here with a vision Every sorcerer's premonition We only want to keep the notion alive that though we are leaving we may never arrive No one will wait for you Promising time, indiscriminate thief, no stop, no rewind, when one is to leave, your soul to breathe. forever will we broken threads to achieve, some symphony brilliantly bagging infinity and trusting divinity's willful epiphany auspicious auspiciously come to me mysterious alchemy graciously free some symphony brilliantly begging infinity and trusting the infinityitys willful epiphany silently imagery auspicious come to me mysterious alchemy graciously free
0: thank you all right so. Here's another question for you. So it's great to hear how both of you have, you know, a bit of a different style and how those play off of each other in such a way that works. Um, So I'm wondering in terms of writing, you kind of said, you know, whatever comes to you is sort of what, you know, you go with the flow and you write that way. But for the particular, like for a particular song, is it usually one of you that comes up with lyrics to begin that concept that you then send to the other person or,
2: it's funny that you're asking this particular song. Um Jesse had his verse and he was saying and then I kind of did some stuff and sent it back and he was saying that it would be interesting if I would write my verse it, kind of in the format of his verse. And I took it really seriously. I I wrote every what a, like every beat was the same yeah. like I counted yeah. all the beats. Mirrored. I even Versus kind of a- mirrored the content in a way, but set it in my way. And so it was, we were just talking about this earlier. It was like a way for me to have that structure and see kind of what, respond to that structure. And it was laborious. I mean, it was like I would do half of it and I'm searching for words and I like alliteration and rhyme and all that stuff. And then I'm also trying to fit into this grid of words and beats. <laughs> and so then I'd come back to it um, you know, it took me like a week of trying, okay, this section, this section, this section. Um, but a lot of times I, because I'm kind of more melodic, I'd, I'm responding to the music in that way. Um, I, th- I don't know, it, it might have been about an even split of who's. no, you kind of had stuff on a lot of the songs.
1: Yeah,
2: I, I don't know. <coughs> I think we probably both had our share of starting the tone or the, the, the melody or whatever.
1: And I, I remember scrapping a few things, too, after sending something to her, and she <laughs> says, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to take everything I did and take it right off, and <laughs> you just go ahead. And, um, which seemed like the right move most of the time. But, um, but, yeah, this one in particular, like, what she was talking about with, like, almost, like, rewriting the verse is something I've always done with, like, it's fun to take one of your favorite verses and totally rewrite it in the same structure with you know but may, trying to make it so it's all as cohesive and makes sense and you know twist it on his head and she did for doing it like you said it was the first time you've done yeah. something like that I thought she did pretty amazing you know <laughs> I had the easy part I get to write it first and she had to, <laughs> to like, come up with right, like, it what using is this
2: two beats here this one
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well it seems like you figured it out yeah, so that's like all yeah. that matters right little mm-hmm. things
1: like that it was just a lot of fun you know like little exercises and writing and
0: Right. So in terms of the whole like recording process, you obviously both sort of record certain bits and then send them back and forth to each other to create um, a final product. But what are your individual recording setups? What is that process like for both of you individually?
1: Um, I've got like a little bedroom studio with a little uh, recording booth that I kind of fashioned out of it. And um, yeah, I just I run through, you know, compressor and preamp and I use a lot of filters and plugins to try to you know, get a certain sound that I like. Um, Meadow typically sends her stuff raw to me and I get to play with it, but I usually don't do too much because, I mean, it's, it sounds great pretty naturally. But
2: I just have, like, a desktop microphone that's a USB microphone, like a Yeti or whatever, and it goes right into the recording program. And I just had these crappy headphones
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I didn't have any Real soundproofing. In fact, um, where I was living was in like a factory building. So above me was a daytime factory, and there was carts rolling, back and forth, and trains going by, and just so, so many sounds. The pain. So <laughs> many sounds, and I'd be like, okay, I don't think there's anything. All right, go. You know, if I wanted to record during those hours, um, and then the nighttime was a little easier. But uh, so yeah, it was pretty rudimentary and I actually had thought I was going to need to redo all the vocals at his place, but I did so many little layers and harmonies and there would be like this magic moments and stuff. So once we found out that I didn't have to do that, <laughs> we just kept my vocals um, as is in that way.
0: Yeah. So all of the production and mastering, then you just do in-house. Yeah. Yep. That's really awesome.
1: And, um, um, like some of these beats I reached out to different people like um, Jarve actually started that last one that we just played and I would get like you know jarve um, Rico James um, skywise or a couple of producers that would just send me like rudimentary you know skeletons of beats and I really like taking things like that and like seeing where I can take them and like my favorite parts of albums are like finishing the albums off and like weaving all the songs together and just adding all the little nuances and so so probably like fifty percent of the album is, is the production was started by you know other people and then I got to take it and do what I wanted with it kind of like I did with her vocals so I was kind of you know getting things sent to me and I got to play around and see what I could could make out of it you know
2: right it's kind of a, it's a collage in that way exactly yeah. Yeah. The, the art artwork, process um, yeah
1: the artwork really you know is a similar Meadow did all the artwork for the booklet there's like a twenty page lyric booklet and it really. I don't know. They go hand in hand. Really, they, they go well together. The the art and the music they kind of mirror each other. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You had mentioned too that you did some music videos as well. Um, what was the process of coming up with the ideas for that? Because that's also a very artistic, you know, visionary kind of project to undertake as well.
1: Oh, we actually haven't we, gotten to do any music videos for this project yet. Those oh, are, those were those previous. Yeah. I've projects, done yeah. I've done some in the past and some some yeah different things we have
2: been kind of jotting down little ideas when, when they come to us like you know you don't want to be too literal about the song um you know w- you want to kind of capture the vibe with the place or have some obscure yeah. weird stuff or do you You know how do you want to uh, it's a whole nother field that we're kind of we're very interested in but we haven't dove into that yet
0: gotcha <laughs> yeah. would that be something that you would maybe do in the yeah, future oh, totally. to. we actually yeah.
1: were talking to, um, couple different people one guy in particular and um we just haven't gotten to make everything click right yet and but yeah we're super super interested in it yeah
0: Yeah. so we don't have too much time left but one question that's I love to ask is if there was one message that listeners could get out of this recent release what would you say it would be or you would hope it to be
1: um for me I mean like a lot of the themes where I went with it is just kind of like, um, you know, the world's kind of a scary place and, and, you know, it can get hard and tough out there, but you got to persevere. And, you know, it's, I don't know, like the Piranagon song, like that's really, like, Piranagon to me was a word I made up just mashing words together. And it's like a Piranha sided object. It's like you're surrounded by teeth and scary things all the time. And, you, you know, you got to keep the torch lit and you got to just, keep moving forward and keep moving up and you know it's all all we're all trying to do I think
2: um i w- I would think uh, we also deal with the time a lot and uh I guess I would want a lot of things that I write about are in the you know you can think this way and that one the other way but really this moment right now is kind of all we have and that's all we can control and um maybe we can't control it even who knows but um, just really focusing on making your moment a good, beautiful moment.
0: Yeah. So we also like to offer you both the opportunity to kind of promote yourself. Where can we find your music? What platforms are you on? Just advertise um, yeah, yourself. Yeah, I mean,
1: Coyote Reverie, I think if you search that, it's, you're probably only going to come up with us, I hope. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got a couple lyric videos actually out um, for this album on YouTube. And we're on Instagram and we Facebook, also and are on
2: Spotify and all the music platforms.
1: Yeah, it's up on. You can everything, stream. So.
2: You can stream, or you can uh, purchase the album on Bandcamp. Or if you want to get a hold of us, we actually made physical CDs because of the booklet, and uh, we'll mail you one also.
0: There you go, real promoting. All right. Well, how about we play your last song tonight?
1: All right. This one's called Achilles Helix, and yeah, we'll just go ahead.
2: Which side of a coin Carry the burden, believing that love was undeniably certain. Confined to the wake of divine, divided in darkness, a sign, a signified love blinds and knows of lie. All sinners dousing the fleeting fault line.
1: She's all daisies and basil and fragrance The last perfect puzzle piece I'm placing adjacent I gaze in the rise with those hazel striations Surprised how she flies in the face of creation Her lips grazing, the entire skies, ionized Our nets catch all the falling stars and fireflies If she's the deep sea, then I'll be old Ironside Steer me to the rocks, yeah, I need to hear the sirens' cries
0: Lives
2: alive in a helix, a magnet, two snakes I could walk on water, I could walk on fire, I could walk on air, I couldn't get no higher. I could walk the earth until I'm old and tired, if that's what it takes to find her. I could walk on water, I could walk on fire I could walk on air, I couldn't get no higher. I could walk the earth until I'm old and tired As long as I can do it beside her Cause I'm her shadow on the wall I'm her echo down the hall I'm the reflection in a lake I'm every impression that she makes I'm the voices in her head she shed I'm her footprints in the snow I'll follow her Anywhere she goes Even hell below Even hell below Which promise would lead In despair the naive let their whole world be distilled to dream, confined to the whim of desire, worthy the chance it requires. For never to have the faction, its prize would leave eternity empty inside.
1: She's all danger and brazen temptation A strange purple haze made of paisley and patience A vague violet veil masquerading what's vacant A void hollow space where a heart used to hang in He makes moves through the gloom and the grief like a thief Always doomed to pursue what retreats on repeat So chase the gazelle, ain't no breaking the spell Till the snake gets his tail in his beautiful teeth Cause I could walk on water, I could walk
2: on fire. I could walk on air, I couldn't get no higher. I could walk the earth until I'm old and tired. If that's what it takes to find her. I could walk on water, I could walk on fire. I could walk on air, I couldn't get no higher. I could walk the earth until I'm old and tired. As long as I can do it beside her. Cause I'm her shadow on the wall. that she makes I'm the voices in her head I'm the snakeskin that she shed I'm the footprints in the snow I follow her anywhere she goes even hell below
0: All right. This has been Coyote Reverie on 105.9 FM The Radiator. And this concludes Rocket Shop Radio Hour. Meadow and Jesse, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you guys
1: so much for having us.
0: And as I said, this has been Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Abby BK. And next week, well, actually not next week, we're taking a bit of a break from Rocket Shop. We'll be back January 5th with Lily James. So stay tuned for that performance. It will be great. But this has been Abby BK on Rocket Shop. Good night.
1: Good night. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. <laughs> 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 that was great.
2: We're done. Okay, yes. that was way more nerve-wracking than I've ever been. Yeah. Like yeah, playing in sure. front of people. <laughs> like I. C-